Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're back to discuss the second episode of Gen V, First Day, written by Zach Swartz and Brant Engelstein, directed by Nelson Craig once again. I really like this episode, not as much as the first, but I think there were a lot of things that were explored worthy of discussion unlike some other shows <clears throat> silo i'm a thought i'll own it i'm not ashamed so i'm eager to jump into it before we do wherever you listen to this podcast Podbean, stitcher apple podcast spotify wherever good podcasts can be found go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well if you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. We start where we left off. Well, at least in the aftermath of the crime scene unfolding, Kate is late to the realization that her man is dead. As the section is quarantined off to the public, even though she very easily was able to get herself in. When you're a pusher, which is what she calls her powers, that can be very beneficial, but it comes with consequences and that is clever. The hazmat suits are disposing of the organ matter and all of its chunkiness. Marie is holding the blood as if to say this was a person. This amounted to what a person was and no longer is. But as she's caught having that morbid realization, Andre looking over, she gets rid of it. Ashley Barrett, who I'm guessing is some senior executive over this entire school, is pissed on speakerphone at Adira because she has to burn the million dollar merch. She already invested into Golden Boys sitting in a warehouse. So what's the play? The trustees all agree with Indira being the mouthpiece to set up Luke as a chronic drug user who suffered a psychotic break. Andre and Marie will be lauded the heroes with Andre's dad, Polarity, looking like he sucks so much cock. Fucking embarrassing! I haven't seen Sean Patrick Thomas in forever, so much so that even when I was reading his name on the cast list, it didn't click that this was the same person. Also, it's always beneficial to be beautiful in this world. And I'm not talking about, you know, I wouldn't consider myself an ugly, you know, not a prize, but I wouldn't consider myself above a five, like a six, up there with like an 8.5. But you know that universal, everyone looks at this person, they're like, holy shit, you should be on magazines, that kind of beauty. A Brink fundraiser should help offset the cost of incinerating the previous merchandise. Despite Jordan actually staving off Luke, Ashley knows a bi-gender Asian with fuckery pronouns is going to sell less with Republicans than Negroes. Side note, if you can hear that, that's that would be vacuuming at 7.30 p.m. <laughs> Someone's trying to win themselves a sleepover this weekend with four girls in my two-bedroom apartment. Like, that's not a problem. 
Andre will be ranked number one with Marie now the only freshman to be ranked in the top 10 as number eight but she doesn't find that out until the next day. Ashley asks if this has anything to do with the Woods off speaker to Indira to which she replies answer pending. Things can turn fatal if that is indeed the case. Indira said call me Olivia Pope that's why I was hired I'm a problem solver. I got 400 students here when they learned they weren't gifts from God, but medical experiments for their parents as infants. I barely had any suicides, did I? Well, you had one tonight. Gotcha, bitch. The fact that she hung up the phone after that was hilarious. Marie gets back to her dorm, but instead of getting messed up and expressing her emotions with a friend binge, Marie tells Emma that while she's sweet, she failed at staying focused on her own goals and now it's her own fault for getting caught up in other shit. So she just wants to go to bed, which is an off apology because she blamed Emma previously. Like you're the one that convinced me she's taking ownership. She's saying, look, this is not what I showed up to do. And now this has shown me I need to recalibrate my goals going forward fair enough though people need to not get in their emotions or be emotionally crippled because everyone isn't down to be insta friends the next day when she starts to walk around campus someone comes up to her like can i get a selfie then takes one anyway oh hell no that's some bullshit i would resent heavily Like when the paparazzi be getting their ass whooped, I'm not one of those people that stand back and go, oh, he really lost his temper. I'm like, "Mm." because if this happened to me, I can't guarantee I will not react physically. Like find something to hit you with. Like, do you not understand what consent is? Because you're going to learn today. Fame brings out vultures of all variety. Andre learns that he's number one in his dorm room and immediately starts dropping bongs. I mean, they got bongs around here as if they're giving them out in gift bags. Now, the actual hero of the day, Jordan, is knocked down in ranking to number five. <coughs> Bullshit. That's the cruelest thing about it is not only was I not mentioned as the hero of the day. Okay, I don't need to have everyone screaming my name but to take away my earned position nah we need to have some conversations but apparently they also know that they lost their biggest advocates they go to leave a photo of them and brink by his memorial but upon seeing the artificial nature of the outpouring of grief people really do this shit too jump on the bandwagon of tragedy to feel relevantly involved I can't even openly mourn at a funeral. Kate approaches and offers true condolences. Unclear why Luke did what he did, but Jordan leaves. Kate sees Rufus wearing a Keep America Safe hat, laughing, so uses her power to find out what he said, which was something to the effect of, This is how you have to get away from her. I can't even remember what he said because I was too focused on how she made him eat all of those words in the best of ways. 
She commands him to go to Dick's Sporting Goods, buy a baseball bat, swing it at his nuts every hour on the hour while screaming Jumanji. Blue face, baby. Yeah, yeah, I. She popped a blood vessel, which I would too, because that was way out of pocket for no reason. And he looks like the type of uh, example that we want to abuse just for personal reasons. And you'd think that he would be smart enough not to fuck with someone who can destroy your entire esteem like that. Marie, newly minted celebrity, meets social media Jeff who gives her a phone and many other vault accessories to monitor your entire life movements going forward using every generic black girl hashtag he can violate. So sister, black girl magic, yas queen. She finds out she has been given credit for something she did not do. Andre is at a photo shoot. Will that much jewelry make poor people sad? Doesn't matter. They're probably already sad. (laughs) Rude but astute, Courtney. His father is the type that wants very much to relive his own success through his son, seeing as his own star has fallen and only reached ever reached so far too many parents make this error of downloading all of their own insecurities by saying oh let's follow in my footsteps why why do i have to follow in your footsteps why can't i choose a different path and being resentful when they want to he's also showing off photos of himself like he's the reason we here right now and in a lot of ways he probably feels that his success propelled his sons and i'm sure clearly there's some uh well what's the word i'm looking for nepotism going on he has definitely though had to lick many boots to get there and that makes him inwardly resentful but the prize is his son going further but that puts a lot of things on someone who didn't ask for that He tells his son he's proud of him. I don't tell you enough, son, how much proud I am of you. Only when you're successful, though. But it's the loss of true freedom to make his own choices and the disappointment of not fulfilling your own that is the basis or foundation of your relationship, which doesn't make for a very healthy relationship. Marie shows up without any experience and it shows, but is told by Courtney all she needs to do is read her script and she'll be fine. Eventually, she's able to relax and enjoy the spotlight. Later, Andre tells her it doesn't matter what you say. People will take a photo of you regardless. So just say yes to give the illusion of choice. I'm surprised it took him this long for them to have any type of conversation. Andre is upset his friend is dead and no one seems concerned about what happened or why it happened. Marie admits he mentioned the woods with Andre revealing Luke whispered your dad has it before he died. Andre wants to investigate but Marie points out that he has support in the form of his father and half the school whereas she doesn't have shit and was about to be expelled for her one encounter with y'all so sorry for your losses but we are strangers and whatever is going on keep me out of it also fair 
a director who showed his dick to minka kelly is now forced to teach acting class and isn't keen on his new life options i have a question for the god why Emma tries to pair up because they have to do a scene with Liam, who she had her nasty with, but it's clear he'd rather not. Justine opts to pair with her, but not before embarrassing Liam about his tiny penis. She's like, oh, I should have warned you about him. I don't trust you. Bitches are worse than men. Marie gets invited into the crime fighting junior classes thanks to Shetty, who has taken over Brink's position. What did she say? No one could replace him, but I am. Or at least I'm going to try to. But I think she meant the first part. Part. I say Bart. I may have combined some words. The intersection of superpowers and mental health is Indira's specialty. Jordan is in their feelings about Marie taking whatever they give her, as she says, when confronted because... She feels I almost got expelled due to your coked up asses. You're the reason I didn't get in anyway. And you clearly knew I wanted to be in. Now you asking me for favors? Even though that favor is the truth. Clearly, that is not what matters most here. (laughs) Never mind that none of y'all have owned the fact that Y'all left a woman on the dance floor to die like that. We just casually pushing that moralistic decision aside. Transitioning into a male, Jordan admits without Brink and Luke, they go back to non-existing. Also, I wasn't able to be the best because there could not be anyone better than Luke. So asked that Marie tell the truth by passing the script because Brink told them, if you say it they have to run with it she agrees i think jordan got a thing for marie plus this conversation doesn't exist with them relating to the others ism keep that in mind luke's parents are holed up in their home being harassed by the media painting them as responsible for raising a killer what are they hiding how quickly they're judged and blamed for their own child's actions. Not to say that there aren't plenty of killers out there that have parents that have fucked them up and the reason that they're psycho killers, but an emotional breakdown and being a drug user would not necessarily be the direct result of the parents. But when you need someone to blame doesn't matter who you're blaming everyone is under scrutiny from for public execution is chains in chains around the neck because they seem to trend in this show kate and andre decide to do what their friend would do after reminiscing about him and looking further into the reasons of what he did what he did But the best part of this scene was when we heard Jumanji. (laughs) Having Wonder Woman on a bong is an aesthetic. Justine, the bitch, of course, is jealous that someone she considers beneath her would have a million YouTube followers instead of her measly 10,000 
and has set in motion being her partner with false flattery of learning from her to bring her down like snobbish cunts tend to do. Now fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. When the confrontation happens, because this is my notes before it did, I may have been a little harsh, but I do feel there's a lot of those ingredients in the pot. When you're searching for someone to be friends with, you open yourself up to be taken advantage of. I was very open when I was young. Didn't realize how people would mock me for my company. Then I turned 15 and I was like, fuck all y'all. Put all these layers between thee and them. Because unless they earn your trust, don't give it to them. That's just how it is. Everyone is not your friend. Everyone doesn't deserve your deepest, darkest secrets and desires. No. They have to prove to you they're worthy of seeing that side of yourself. Emma admits hating herself for needing to purge to get small. And yeah, that would be some psychological fuckery. Marie meets with the Dean who once again throws out her credentials But in this case, I think she was trying to indicate because she said she specialized in behavioral studies of superhero superhumans. I think she was trying to tell Marie, there's no way you are going to punk me into not mentally unraveling all of your insecurities and getting down to what is your cornerstone purpose so that I may exploit it. Marie admits she wants to be a hero due to her sister who was adopted, but she never knew where to. And after reuniting hopes that they can be a family once again. Oh, bitch. She ends with a hug saying, I'm here for you. I just want to help you. I don't want to force you in here. But if you ever want to stop by and you need a friend, I'm the one you should trust. Two people putting insta trust into people who haven't earned it she does go down to the woods uh the dean calling greg bob before going into a room where sam is strapped down dr cardosa thinks brinks being dead is an issue but she compares him to siegfried saying you play with dangerous animals all day one day you're gonna get bitten it's like, I think that was the other one, Roy. She tells Sam every time he leaves, he only hurts himself. And I'm like, no, ma'am, this needle in my back is clearly hurting me. So that's why I'm leaving. Andre and Kate go to Luke's dorm to find murderer painted in red on his door. And his room completely cleared out and wiped down with bleach. What the hell is going on? Emma finds out what Justine has done because everyone on campus knows and they're making fun of her for it. She confronts her humiliated as she's filming some other girl who was putting her tail in her mouth. What? The things people will do, you young children. Get off the Tiki Talks. <laughs> I have yet to download TikTok. I think I will never download TikTok. Seeing as an opportunity for both of them, seemingly regretful at what she did. Because she says, oh, I thought you would be an inspiration for other people. And if it wasn't for the lingering, then I would think that she's just full of shit. But she may either at that moment have realized, well, 
that sucks or she really is just a hateful person and only in that moment decided to acknowledge it. Kate reveals Luke had a whole drawer of dildos because yes, there are men out there that are completely straight who like shit up their ass. How do I know that? Let's just say, you know, in that early adulthood phase before a child ever came into my life, I went some places, saw some things. <laughs> um... They see that there is a burnt out camera nearby. Andre realizes that Luke may have hidden something in his dad's statue. Because he asked his dad earlier, did Luke give you anything? And he said no. He put his phone in his dad's penis. The dad statue penis. Really Freudian. Luke left a message right before he confronted Brink telling them his brother Sam is alive and beneath the school in a hospital facility called The Woods and that Brink is in on it. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. Is this whole campus a pool for test subjects? They did have metal detectors going in. They have steel doors. They give you their own tech. You can't open the windows. And now we see they got secret facilities within the campus of course we knew that because why would sam escape from somewhere far away but it's confirmed i didn't think about that until this that moment that this entire campus because they said only about what a couple of percent make it to the seven or even get contracts for the state so that's a lot of people with superpowers that they don't have a career but they're just not tossed to the side. Hmm. Hmm. Andre has to go to his interview with Kate supporting um, his desire to be a hero saying, I think that you are one underneath your candy shell. Luke thought the same thing. They hug it out and it's okay to be number one. She also needs to rest because she's been pushing and it tires her out. They do consider if Luke had schizophrenia like his brother because it ran in the family. Andre is distracted from going to the interview, however, when he sees a Miss Organ chunk from his friend in the cracks of the sidewalk and instead chooses to search Brink's office for any clues, finding them very easily, too easily for classified information on his laptop landing directly on Sam. I wanted him to take a photo of all those names because there's more than one person fucked up around here. A security team enters just now deciding to get the evidence that is very sensitive. Meanwhile, his dad is panicking at his son's lost opportunity as Courtney is ready to feature only one hero. If you don't show up, then you, you, you snooze, you lose. And that feels very real when it comes to the limelight, so to speak. Because Marie mentioned out loud what she intended to say in front of how many snitches, it doesn't surprise me that right before they go on air and she's reminded of her script that her host, I forgot her name, slips that they reached out to her sister Annabeth who wants nothing to do with her. Hello darkness, my old friend. 
come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping This gives her the necessary desire and steel to declare herself the sole hero, making an enemy out of Jordan and Polarity. Looked like he wanted to strangle her out. I'm like, dang, Polarity, chill. Jordan just looked disappointed. But for her, that was the only way to make her sister see her. But she knows she fucked up. She goes back to the dorm, wants to be friends with Emma now. And I'm going to point out to, because I was on Emma before, like you can't be in your feelings because she don't want to insta friend. You can't choose to be friends with someone when you need a friend. That's not okay. You ain't worried about her and her issues. Both women had a bad day. And you trying to find vodka so that you can drown in your own misery Whereas she's thrown up in the toilet, getting small. Marie cuts herself before she goes to find the snake whose arms she finds comfort in. Dean Shetty. Andre follows the guards and sees a poor maintenance man get his throat slit just for seeing them access the woods, leaving the dead body for Greg to clean up. The guard uses a device that easily puts the dog in its place, showing a prejudice against superheroes in general. This being the aforementioned Greg, whose name is actually Bob, or is it actually Greg? I have no idea. (laughs) But for his existence of being an asshole... Kate shows up with her uniquely cruel and sexual version of justice as she has Bob suck a flashlight so that he can ram it up his ass later. Unfortunately, this causes Kate to have a seizure. And that is where we end the episode. I am surprised they found the woods so very easily, but it looks like getting Sam out of there is a priority. And it's the last thing, last thing that he tasked his friends with doing for him. Even though I laughed on that message because he's like, it must mean it's fucked and it must be fucked. And I was like, this is the most unimpressed acting you've done the entire time you've been on the screen sir (laughs) so how is jordan gonna react when they see marie next time is marie gonna explain herself or is she just going to choose to step into the spotlight and take what she can get mimi did say Marie could be set up for a villain. I think that she's still crying tears about it tells me that she's not too lost. Speaking of, we do have feedback. So let's hop into the mailbag. Mail, motherfucker. What up, Stina? 
it's Mimi. This is feedback for Gen V episode two of season one. Uh, the first thing I want to do is just clarify. I didn't mean that uh, Marie is going to be a villain villain. I mean, like in comparison to what we know that like Homelander was considered a hero and he was garbage. He was such trash. But that's what they're like, you know, the superheroes that were even a train. I don't know how if he got any better. I know he got clearly got promoted to the seven. But that was after like it sound like Maeve died. I'm sure Homelander had something to do with that. Homelander's on trial. So I don't know if a train storyline got any better, but he was a villain, too, even though. You know, technically he was a hero. He ran through a girl and then thought it was funny enough to bring it up at a club when they were all high. And I remember seeing all the shenanigans those heroes got into. They were pretty garbage. So I mean, like, she's going to be a villain in the sense of an, like an anti-hero, I guess, like Deadpool. Like, I need to get to the bottom of this no matter what, like. Y'all can hate me, y'all can be mad all you want to, but I know what's right. I'm going to do what's what's best for the whole humanity. I don't care what y'all say. Like, this, like, even Brink trying to expel her to take the fall for the other kids. Like, and her going back was like, no, like, I don't think so. Like, what I was hoping, <laughs> or I guess what I thought she was going to do in that situation was, like, go in, like, live and and like you know borrow emma's phone and go live and be like i'm in here with brink and he's telling me that I, now i'm gonna be in his uh class because he's promoting me i was a freshman and this class usually isn't open to freshmen but he's making an exception oh that's great like something like that like put him in a position to where he can't not only fire you but now he can't even like tell you what to do um, I did like the way this played out. One of the things I really enjoyed is the fact that Marie did not do the right thing, quote unquote. I'm using parentheses because when Jordan came up to her and was like, you know, you weren't the only one there. You didn't even fought, fight um, Luke. I did. You didn't fight Golden Boy. It was me. And she was like, they were like, all I want you to do is just tell the truth. And Marie was really thinking about it, but I'm glad she didn't because she's not wrong. I don't fucking know you guys. You know you, you guys. Um, I don't know any of you. Um, I especially don't owe you anything, Jordan. Um, I don't owe any of you guys anything. I'm here to, to do what I need to do to be what I need to be so that I can graduate from this school and get a great job. Like that in itself, like prove to me that you're worth me putting um you know what's the word i'm looking for like sticking my neck out for you 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 guys haven't done anything yes you fought um luke um golden boy but you say that you did it for me but i don't know that like yes it one can assume but I don't owe you anything. Prove to me that I, that you're worth me fighting for. Prove to me that I should stick my neck out for you. Prove to me that I should risk myself and her and Marie's consequences for not being at that school is pretty detrimental. So prove to me that y'all are worth that.
they haven't done anything to prove. Like, actually, y'all done things to show me that you're not good people. So, no, I'm. you didn't want me in this class. You wouldn't even listen to me. And now I'm in this class, and now I'm getting exactly what I want. So, you know, screw you. I'm going to do what's best for me. And I was really, like, when she had that look in her eyes at that interview, I was really expecting her to, you know, go ahead and be the big person. And I was like, fuck being the big person. I hate when they make, like, they either make black characters so far removed from everything that they're literally just a side character with you know one or two sassy lines and they don't they don't have a a personality or they always make us the saviors and that shit gets on my nerve like why should i sacrifice myself for these white main characters fuck them um and i and i appreciate her you know putting on that face even after that bomb was dropped on her and she's saying what she needed to say and, you know, I think that, in all honesty, I'm going to like Jordan. I feel like she's going to be one of those characters that come across as a hard piece of crap, but they're actually pretty soft. Um, you know, it sucks that they are treated the way that they are, and now that Brink's gone, they go back to being invisible. Because when I saw Jordan being put at number five, like, bitch, how? How you go from being number two? And then Golden Boy dead. So, you know, if we doing the math, I should go up to number one. Like, how Andre jump ahead of me? That's BS. And it's clearly, we know that it was because of the, the um, you know, the, the they theme that Jordan wasn't allowed to be number one. And that kind of sucks for them. But then again, <laughs> Marie don't owe you anything. Um... I haven't seen anything to make me ship uh, Jordan and Marie like they don't have that vibe. The first introduction we got to them, they were being really rude to to Marie, like dismissing her like she wasn't anything like she wasn't worth even looking up from what you were doing. Um, so to me, that's not a great start to a ship. But I, I see I haven't you know, I know there's four episodes and I've and I've only ever seen two. So maybe something happens in the next couple of episodes to make me change my mind. But I know I see people shipping Jordan and Marie. I guess we'll see. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I just, they haven't done anything to make me want Marie with them. I want Marie with someone that I know is a good person. And you know what? I really enjoy the relationship between, what is Kate? Kate, uh, Luke's girlfriend and um Andre because they made it seem like Kate was gonna be a bitch and she is but she's also a very good person like she risked her life to make sure Andre was good because he she knows him well enough to know that he was gonna try and figure out what the hell Luke was going like what was happening with him and and like we said Sam is is alive um, and they found out that he's underneath the school where the woods is. And I don't know if I put that together before. Um, but I appreciate <laughs> her, you know, going to protect him. And it looks like her using her powers can be very detrimental to her. So it seems like also a, a very dumb power. Um, the um, other thing was... Um, <laughs> Andre's dad I don't know that guy I've 
I've been watching him in shows since um, probably the late 90s, and he just always looks the same. This motherfucker don't age, and it's just funny that now he's playing Andre's dad. Like, you have a dude that's in college, and, like, I remember you looking the exact same way when you were in Save the Last Dance, looking the exact same way when you were in Can't Hardly Wait, looking the exact same way when you were in Cruel Intentions. Like, you just don't age. I, You know, I know black don't crack, but damn, some of these, uh, like, um, Bianca Lawson, y'all motherfuckers just look the same. Y'all been looking the same since 1998. Like, how? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, uh, the other thing I want to talk about is Emma. Um, she is super cute when she, when she was in the room, um, like, I don't know what she was doing. She, she was like looking at her phone upside down and Marie came in after the whole debacle with them, like scraping up Luke's intestines off the ground. And she was like trying to comfort her and she was like grabbing all kinds of alcohol and was like, do you want beer? You want hard liquor? We should do both. Like the whole scene was so cute. And the hug that she gave, um, uh, I keep wanting to call her Jazz, but that is the actress's name. The hug that she gave Marie was so authentic, so sweet. And Marie looked so caught off guard because clearly she's not used to people hugging her. Um, I really want the friendship between Emma and Marie to be more real and more like, I guess, more like two-sided like I feel like Emma puts all this out there Marie is so closed off but I, they could be really good for each other Emma will open her up and allow her to have feelings about things and Marie can toughen her up and let her realize that not everybody's your fucking friend and let me show you who is your friend um on a side note I don't think that that girl was trying to be malicious I I got the like I didn't get the vibe that she was trying to be like a prank or trying to be like you know one of those mean girls who pretends to be your friend to get stuff I really don't think she I think she's so out of touch with reality and I think this happens and this is just my personal opinion with this new generation with people being so focused on social media so focused on you know typing on a keyboard that you forget that these are real people on the other end even a celebrity is a real person the people that you um are dragging in the comments they have feelings and they are real people with real emotions and you can hurt them and you can tell their secret like they shouldn't someone shouldn't have to tell you this is between me and you I feel like if someone tells you something very very personal your first assumption should be that this is a secret you know because purging so much so that like she was like oh it's nothing and you were like it sounds like something that lets you know right there like use freaking context clues critically think she didn't want to tell you but you made her feel open enough and you made her feel friendly. You were friendly enough to her to make her feel like, okay, I can trust them. And she couldn't. Um, I could be completely off and could be completely wrong. But her reaction after Emma stormed off, she was like, you're like taking this way too far. And then the way she stormed off and the way she was upset, I think it really registered her like, bitch, this is a real person. And you violated their trust. Um, like I said, I could be wrong. I just think that that girl is so out of touch with reality especially you know being an actress I I can't 
speak. I don't know an actor, an actress personally. I don't know how their mental health is. I don't know, but I just, I always feel like playing characters where you got to get in touch with some really fucking tough emotions and put yourself into these people's positions to play a character especially when it's an emotionally manipulating one emotionally manipulated character or a abused character something like that because i know she said she was typecast um like sounds like she was like a sex kitten and all that stuff you're playing a mean girl so i feel like it can't can't just be brushed off and that's just my personal opinion like I said, I don't know any actors or actresses that I can even ask these questions to, but I just feel like months and months of you playing a different person and putting your mind and your body in this physical person's um, reality can uh, like can can affect you in in the real world. Um, but I am looking forward to episode three. That's why I'm sending this now. I don't know. I didn't see that you posted it yet, so I'm gonna go ahead and send it. Um, but I am ready to go to three and people on my timeline keep blowing it up with stuff about Gen V. Um, so I don't want to get spoiled. So let me go ahead and send this off so I can watch the next one. Until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. Thank you, Queen Mimi. As always, love hearing your feedback. Um, I agree. It could be that she could turn into an anti-hero. Yeah, because she definitely needs to stop selling herself up for vault. But she hasn't realized that they're the bad guys yet. It's also the whole thing between Jordan and Marie is about you don't know my issues and you're asking me about something and you have no idea what kind of you know, what my own desires are, those don't matter to you. And while, yeah, you're telling me what matters and what's relevant and I empathize with your situation, but that ain't got nothing to do with me. And considering clearly the game is rigged around here and people get to pick and choose, I'm going to go ahead and skate on these skeets that I've been given and I don't owe you an apology for that. And considering you yourself have not proven, like you pointed out, I loved all of your facts. I agreed with them every single last one. One note I was typing up and I was like, damn, she fucking already said what I was going to say. Then yeah, all about that earning. And we known each other for 24 hours and I am all the way at the bottom. What made it worse for Jordan for me, because I did see a black person took his spot. But not only did a black person take his spot, a white woman, Vanessa, is higher than him as number four or them. So, hmm, <laughs> even more of a reason. And haters to lovers is a niche. You know, we didn't get along. Now we like each other. We find out what, why we didn't rub off the first time away. But other than Jordan giving some thirst looks, I haven't seen anything on Marie's part. And I do like Jordan. I think that there's definitely more going on. And I think this has to do, though, a lot with 
once again, how society accepts you and how you're pushed rather out there to to almost uh what's the word because they use it in corporate all the time sell yourself sell your brands all that but it's different and i think i pointed out last episode way different than being put in front of the entirety of the human species that in chooses to engage in social media and being being you know remarked upon and Kate does seem like a good person and a friend in that moment. It does feel like there's some tension between him and her, Andre, but that like, that's my best friend's girl. I would never, but she definitely has looks at him. Like I just noticed last episode that usually girls, when your man goes off and starts talking to another attractive female, even if she is a freshman, you know, all by herself, you know, you're going to be at least looking over, but she seemed to be very content in Andre's company. Maybe I'm reading that wrong, but that's the indication I got thus far. And he don't age. He really don't age. Even the gray hair that he had on him around his beard. I was like, that don't even look realistic. They look like they just needed to age you up and put on this gray shit (laughs) to make it realistic. (laughs) But all of your points I agreed with, with Emma. Yeah. Emma is giving Maria's not. And while as I stated, you gotta at least give someone time. Everyone isn't that quick. Hey, how you doing? You know, I, I'm that type of person. Like, no, you probably are not going to become friends with me within 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> it might take, you know, maybe, maybe that amount of months, um, at least 30 days so I can sum you up and, and figure out if I want to be your friend. You know, but that's the whole popularity thing. The more people you know, the more you feel like you have a group of friends. All about perception more so than reality. And that's where you was talking with that acting shit. That's where I I can't with them either. Because that's a different... Yeah, it's a talent. But it can... It can be a different realm of how you ingest your own reality. And you're playing with some boundaries there that we've seen enough of the consequences of that it's not to be taken lightly. And as far as Justine, the girl, yeah, I'm with you. I think how I called her out the first time is what she is the uh, the shadow she hasn't confronted herself to be of what she did. I think she's someone who's so focused whatever it takes to get to whatever level that that there is a part of her that maybe believes that she was doing it for one reason but deep down is doing it for another reason which is what I read versus her realizing oh shit that's exactly what I did and feeling regret about it so yeah I think you're right with we don't know I don't think she completely thought 
But at the same time, she should have if she was actually a thinking person. And as you stated, that might be her state of reality. And another point to bring up even further, because I know you said you use critical thinking that it was a secret. But if you live your life where everything is gossip for the grapevine, then yeah. I mean, it's hard. It could be blurry on what's a secret and what's not. Oh, I'm telling this person, you know, people do use their disorders nowadays or their anxieties or or whatever's going on in their personal life as a platform um, to expose everyone to all these deep emotions to get them in, in a state of being of empathy for them. So, no, it's um, it could be a very fucked up world. That's what I mean. Once you put yourself in there. You know, if, if you don't draw those very defining lines, then no one, it's very possible that others may be just oblivious because they're living their life in a manner that doesn't allow for privacy in the same manner, if that makes sense. I don't have to be bothered by social media and anything talking about things in this show and who's shipping what I have been absolutely out of the the midst of it all. And I will continue to do so. I just don't, whatever my joy was with fandoms, it completely stopped about maybe three years ago. <laughs> I indulge in a few, don't get me wrong. But ones that I know for facts, I'm not going to at all <laughs> find any value in engaging. And that sounds harsh. But yeah, on on social media, yeah, it's uh, that's it's not going to cause me more joy in enjoying this show. So I don't need it to enjoy the show. And I really do feel as if I'm less and less on those platforms nowadays. I said my my uh my uh what do you call damn that's the word albatross is youtube (laughs) and that's because there's a lot of videos on youtube that are very interesting but unfortunately the the quality of the video doesn't match the comment section all the time (laughs) that's neither here nor there only to say that i'm so happy i'm not being like uh like I feel like the itch to watch the next episode because I know that there's things out there that that would titillate me to do so I will be posting my schedule on Monday I won't be recording tomorrow at all so to see the next time I record definitely check out my social medias that'll be below like share subscribe if you want to send feedback once again blackercouch at gmail.com until the next time Peace, hair grease, and blacker magic. Oh,